Welcome back to another episode of He Got to Third Base. Uh, as you many, many of you know, baseball and the rest of sports have been canceled, which really sucks because it's like my drug. Um, tell me what you think about this. I, I just think 2020 really sucks, man. I mean, we see, we see Kobe go down. We got the virus cutting off everything. The only thing not called off is NFL, basically. So, But they're not playing, sucks. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. They're just calling off all their meetings. You know, watch the draft disappear. But hey, that could it. happen. 2020 sucks. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So we have no news to report, no anything. So me and Tommy thought it would be a great idea to have a fantasy draft. Now, this isn't your typical fantasy draft. Tommy, you want to tell them why? So we're doing all-time players. You can take somebody from the early 1900s, basically just anybody you want to fill up each position whoever, who's ever played baseball. If we had some visuals to go along with this, we'd show you some great footage of Astros getting hit by players playing video games, but you know. You know. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about that earlier, and I don't understand why people are doing that. <laughs> they just they got to get out of their system, I suppose. <laughs> idiotic to me but i would love to see like them go back to like the slugfest days you know that old video game where you actually got to charge the mound the only thing i wish they did was they actually showed them punching the players or you actually do a little boxing ring inside of it <laughs> that'd be funny imagine how many kids in like little league would charge the mound though after playing that <laughs> so you see like the nine-year-old boy just all of a sudden running at the mound <laughs> yeah seriously but then again yeah uh there's some great if you if anybody gets a chance there's some great mound charges look up the sports center top 10 those has some good ones also check out the one with Mar one Marischal. that one is amazing uh he actually charges the mound with his bat yep <laughs> i've only seen one video of this and i've never seen it ever again anyways so this is a regular fantasy draft. We're doing it like a snake draft. Uh, we're going to alternate picks. Uh, Tommy won the coin flip and also uh, arm wrestling and uh, just sitting on my sitting on my back until I gave in. It was quite <laughs> easy, by the way. <laughs> so Tommy gets to go first and let's kick it off there. We're not doing it by position by position. We're doing it just like a normal fantasy draft where you just pick out the players that you want so tommy oh before i forget we had already previously made a bet and this is the bet i bet tommy that the that he gets to pick the over or the under of how many times the astros would get beam and the baseline is 100 so we are doing a shot bet which means he has to take a shot of a simple alcohol, whether it be whiskey, vodka, but nothing too extreme like this peanut butter and, vodka, peanut butter and jelly vodka we used to drink in college. 
Boy, that was that was the nasty stuff, man. <laughs> oh yeah. So tell me, what did what did you pick uh, over under a hundred players beamed this season for the Astros? You know, it's it's tough because you know teams are going to want to hit them like crazy. The league needs to, you know, step in and be strong for me to be right, I believe, or the league the season just needs to be totally shortened. But I'm going to have to take the under. I think you're wrong. I think it's going to be <laughs> over a hundred for sure. And I love the pictures on Instagram of Jose Atuve with black eyes, a flat lip, and everything else. <laughs> oh, just just pick Fireball or something for me. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you, because I saw it on sale today at BevMo, Proper 12. That is the uh, Conor McGregor whiskey. Whiskey, huh? Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, boy. That's going to be right. my drink of choice for you. I'm just glad it's not tequila. I'm just glad that it's not freaking soy sauce like the first time, we, like how we met. <laughs> I was drunk, man, when I judged you. I didn't expect you to do it. I was the drunk one. <laughs> I know, and I was the sober one, and I still fucking did it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, let's kick this thing off. Tell me, what is your first pick? All right, Giants fan, I got to do it. 302 batting average, 660 homers. Willie Mays will be my center fielder. I hate you. Good. I absolutely hate you. Many say that Willie Mays was better than Babe Ruth, and he probably would have been, and he probably would have actually had the home run record if he didn't have to go off to war. Yeah, that is something to think about. All right. So for my first pick, I'm going to get a guy that career batting average, I didn't even know this, career batting average was 344. Still hit 521 home runs and during the war he was actually considered an ace pilot how insane is that this guy had one of the best eyes in the game in life and everything else and i've even read a book his most favorite sports to play fishing fishing That's good. I thought you were going to say like football or something. <laughs> no, he loved fishing. And he is the last player to bat over 400. That is Ted Williams. And I'm going to send this to our buddy Fletcher and Travis. Ted motherfucking Williams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, dude. He fish. actually loved fishing. It was in the book called The Teammates. They talk about how much he loved fishing. Went out on the boat. Huh? I heard like his he didn't get along with teammates too well. So well because all he wanted to do was to do. all he wanted to do was play the game, and everybody just kept irritating. Him. And actually, Boston fans when he first came up were really rough on him, which was insane to me. Anyway, so since we're doing this like a snake draft, I get the next pick. And if I'm doing this like I normally do in a fantasy draft, whether it be my video game or an actual fantasy draft, I usually tend to go either my first pick or second pick go with starting pitching so i'm gonna get the nasty nasty hurler that also is um what should we call it one of the nastiest guys you will ever see on the mound uh has a a win with uh all-time wins of 324 era of 319 has probably the most no hitters and perfect games ever and also if you try to charge this mound you do not want to face this guy in a fight 
just ask Robin Ventura. That's right. I'm going with the nasty hurler, Nolan Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Damn. All right. All right. With Ryan off the table. I got to go pitching with my second pick, too. It's really important if you're doing a fantasy draft, just like a regular one on Yahoo or ESPN, get those pitchers because they are worth a lot. Oh, yeah. Every podcast I've been listening to for fantasy drafts, they say pitching is going like crazy. I uh, I heard one guy did his first pick of Mookie Betts, and the next four picks were starting pitching. Wow. Mookie must have had a pretty early pick, like number four or something. I think, uh, yeah, I think it was number four because it went, uh, they just talked about it. It went uh, Trout, Acuna, Yelich, and then Mookie. And then Mookie? Okay. I'd probably take Bellinger before Mookie, but that's just me. I would take but, uh, right. Mookie. Bellinger already had a crap year the year before. Had a good rookie, crap year, and then another good year. So uh, you might get uh, Two-Face there. I suppose that's true. All right, so I watched this guy back in the 90s when I was a kid. Just looking at all the pitchers, I got to take Greg Maddox. 355 wins, 316 ERA, known Brave and Cub, though he didn't go in the hall with either of them. But got to take Maddox as my first pitcher. It's a good choice. It's a very good choice. He's actually one of those guys that necessarily didn't, didn't blow you away with his fastball, but man, did he have movement and location. Right, that... Those breaking pitches would just throw you off, and then all of a sudden, there the fastball would be again. You just you're not ready for it. <laughs> yep the the guy w- and he was also like a Gold Glove winner several times as a pitcher. I mean, he was considered the best at fielding the ball for a pitcher. All right, my turn. So Tommy, mm-hmm. I'm staring you, you down right now. I'm actually staring at my face, staring you down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm going with my next pick. I'm going with another pitcher because I like pitching, and that will give you you the most points and also can really be lights out in a categories league. So I'm going to go with a man who has 511 wins, only 315 losses, a career ERA of 265, right? 263. Oh, I have. Oh, sorry, 263. You're right. And this guy pitched for 22 years with like three days rest. This is how it lights out this motherfucker was. He was so good, we named an award after him. I'm going with Cy Young. Cy Young. All right. I like it. Do you know? Do you know what team he's known for playing for? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland and Boston. Can you tell me what the team names were? If I remember correctly, it was the Boston Pilgrims. Nope. (laughs) Oh, were they? No, they weren't the Red Sox, were they? Nope. All right, go ahead, tell me. Well, he originated with Cleveland. They were the Cleveland Spiders. Oh, he went over to St. Louis, and yes, uh, or not, yes, sorry. They were originally the St. Louis Perfectos, and then they became the St. Louis Cardinals in 1900, his second year there. And then he played for the Boston Americans before, 
before ending up back in Cleveland with the Cleveland Naps. And then finally finishing with the Boston Rustlers. <laughs> Boston Rustlers? Yep. Oh, my God. But good pick, good pick. All right, I got I to gotta take a third baseman now. Hold I'm up, going. hold up, hold up. It's still my turn. Don't be trying to cheat me out of my turn. Don't mm-hmm. I have the next pick? Let's see. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yep, my pick. Yeah, but you, you skipped my pick. Did I? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> I got right. I got to jump in and, and, and interrupt your turn. And then yep, you can yep. have your Go ahead. Back. All right. I, I got I got Chipper Jones for third base. Guy hit 303, 468 home runs. I just I see him as the best third baseman in history. Many can disagree with that, but that's their opinion. But I got I think Chipper the Jones. only the only thing that hurt him the most was probably him getting injured almost every season, which sucks cuz he would have had an unbelievable career if he could have stayed healthy the whole entire time right i just feel like you know people look at schmidt or maybe george brett i just feel like jones hit for better consistency and better average compared to those guys and the brett that Braves team would not have as many pennants if it wasn't for chipper jones right no doubt all right so now now it's my turn now it's your turn and i I'm going for this position because I think it's a scarcity in all time. Uh, but if you have this position locked down, you probably are going to go far. And that position is second base. And let's see if you can get this guy, Tommy. Let's see. I'm going to give it to you telepathically, okay? All right. Connection's been made. All right. Who am I thinking of right now? No hints. Second base. Knowing you and how many times we watched the movie, I'd have to go with Jackie Robinson. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> God, I love Jackie Robinson. Little speedster on the freaking base path. And had to hear all those negativities in the game, and he still played the game that he wants to be played. And also, I just love him showing up Yogi Berra and stealing home plate. The dude bat, batted 311 for his career and had 197 stolen bases total. Unbelievable yeah. career. And no what could have been if they didn't have this uh, segregation? Yeah. I mean, he would have had an unbelievable career. He probably would have had over 300 stolen bases, I'm guessing. Oh, without a doubt. Just imagine, like... Him, other guys such as Satchel Page. Yep. I mean, Satchel Page only had what, like twenty-eight career wins in Major League Baseball, but imagine had he played there the whole time. Yep, exactly. And a little bit of unknown trivia for you. Jackie Robinson, there was a trade in place between the Dodgers and the Giants that would have sent Jackie Robinson to the Giants. Wow. That was oh, actually one of their trivia questions back in the day. I can't remember who they gave up for it, but that was a trade in place, but Jackie Robinson decided to retire. Oh, wow. I did not know that one. Decided to retire. So he, okay. Wasn't in the prime or anything. <laughs> no. It was near the end. I think it, I think it was his like 10th year. He would have been going on his, his 11th career. But, I mean, with all that stress and like people harping on you, threatening to kill you and everything else, I, I don't blame him for retiring. No doubt. No doubt. All right, well, let's go back to snake style now. Yep. Where we take two at a time. Yep. So I'm going to go back to pitchers. 
I got Mr. 417 wins and Washington Senator Walter Johnson. 217 ERA. And then after him, I will take an outfielder that we both know and love, Mr. Ken Griffey Jr., 630 homers. Asshole! <laughs> that was going to be my right fielder. Oh, I hate you, Tommy. All right. Well, since you just took a right fielder, I'm going to take a right fielder. Okay, okay. Show you go. up and shut you up. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so I'll be honest. This guy might be a liability, but he is considered still one of the greatest players of all time. Hitting a batting average career of 342. He is also one of many names that he was given, such as the Colossus of Clouds, the Colossus of Clouds, the Salt in the Swat. <laughs> The great the background. Bambino. <laughs> okay, okay. Babe Ruth. All right. So there's my power. <laughs> what took so long for him to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think the way that me and you are playing, the way that me and you are drafting right now, it's like if we were to see these players play right now, will we want them on the field? Because in all honesty, Babe Ruth... Great player, great pitcher, great hitter, but was he a great fielder? You don't hear very many things about him fielding. Apparently, before he gained all that weight, he was a very fast player, but apples and oranges. So I don't know what he was like in the outfield, and right field is usually, like if you're playing at AT&T Park, forget about it. He couldn't play right field. Oh, no way. I mean, they did just make the walls closer, but still, probably no way. <laughs> but you're not moving that brick. <laughs> oh, no. That would be... <laughs> so that's be a... that's how I'm kind of envisioning it, is would I want him in that outfield? Right. Because I know that he would possibly be a liability, and we're not playing DH rules. So okay. I, at this moment of time, I think I would take the risk and have him play right field. Got it. All right, so for my next pick, and this is something I like to do. Um, I don't always like to go all righties or all lefties for my starting pitching. And I'm going to close up pitching right now because I believe that it will be amazing to close up pitching and not have to worry about it so that way I can focus on position players. And don't I forget always, about your closer. <laughs> I always like, yeah, but I, I focus more on starting pitching than closing. This is how I like to draft too, especially in video games and in real life. I like to go a lefty here because I already got two amazing righties. So I'm going to go an ultimate lefty. Okay. All right. So this guy was considered extremely wild and a lot of players were, were afraid of hitting against him just because they didn't know where the ball was going to go. He had one of the nastiest sliders in the game and still today. The dude has 303 wins, 329 ERA. And most people forget this. He was a Yankee along with a Giant, a Diamondback, and his most famous team, the Mariners. I am going (laughs) 
with the big unit himself, Randy Johnson. You put Mariners as his most famous, huh? Even though he won the title with Arizona? He made his stamp in the majors as a Mariner with Alex Rodriguez and Ken Griffey Jr. That team was dynamite. I'm just really sad for the fans in Seattle that they never got that World Series. Right. Very true. Okay. Okay. Let's see. What do I need to do here? I'm going to go to second base since you got yours. I'm going to take one of the old-time Hall of Famers. This guy hit 358, 301 home runs, which is pretty good for a second baseman. Yeah. Mr. Roger Hornsby, the St. Oh, sure. <laughs> I totally forgot about him. <laughs> no, you, you made a good pick with Jackie. You got the speed. I got the power. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great pick. That is a great pick. All right. Well, I got my start. Oh, wait, wait. You got another one. I almost did it again. Let's see. Did you, Are we including like second slash short and third slash first in this? No, just second no? second and short, third base, just like normal positions. Okay. Well, before I move on really fast, I just want to say I was really debating between Hornsby and Minnesota twin Rod Carew because Carew had over 3,000 hits. He hit 328. So I just want to throw his name out there as well. Yeah, he was a great uh, stolen base guy too. Exactly. All right, all right. Let's finish off pitching. Just thinking about taking old New York Giant Mathewson with his 2.13 ERA, but I like this guy a little more just because he's got the same name as me. I got New York Met Tom Seaver, 311 oh. wins and 2.86 ERA. Good pick. Good pick. Let's see here. I think I might have all all righties though, so <laughs> my strategy might be kind of sad. <laughs> well, we can increase it to five starting pitching. I mean, just like a regular baseball team. <laughs> all right, my pick. All right, go for it. I have to go with this guy, otherwise I will be disowned by my own family. Of course, of course. <laughs> he is considered one of the best hitters of all time, and many have argued if he was better than Ted Williams. If I'm not mistaken, I believe, I mean, I gotta see here. Oh, I don't remember. I'm almost positive that he lost by like one vote or something like that. Like it was extremely close to Ted Williams for the year that he won uh, MVP. Because Ted Williams hit 406 that year. And this guy had a 56 game hitting streak. Which is considered the most unbreakable record in all of Major League Sports. The closest person ever to get to that mark was Pete Rose, and he only hit 33. So, my pick is the great Joe DiMaggio. Well done. Well done. I was going to say, you might be better pick him sooner. I'll steal him. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many great outfielders, it, it was hard to like, try to think. Because like, after I picked Babe Ruth, I started thinking of other guys. And I'm like, oh my God, I could have picked him. 
Do you know what year that was he lost, that, that MVP vote? Uh, it should be in, I want to say that it was 1946, if I'm not mistaken, or 47. He won the MVP in 47. Let's see. In 48, he took second place in MVP voting, but he lost to Lou Boudreaux and beat Ted Williams. Cleveland Indian. Then I guess he did outbeat Ted Williams. Let's see. 47. Yeah, 47. He beat Ted Williams by one vote. Yep, see? And I think it was because the Yankees went super far in the playoffs that year. Or vote points, that is. Yeah. <laughs> he got eight first place votes, and Ted Williams got three. But an overall vote points. He, 202 to 201. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I have this guy in my head. And I want to pick him for shortstop. But I can't remember his name. His name? Yes. Okay. I can't remember his name. And he is considered one of the best uh, Pittsburgh Pirates of all time. Uh, he was playing in the years of uh, Ty Cobb. And it was always him and Ty Cobb fighting each other for the greatest uh, player that season. Okay. I want to say you're thinking of Joe Cronin. No, no. I no? just found him. He was the very, as soon as I put, I literally had to look this up. And as soon as I put in Pittsburgh Pirates all-time roster, he was the very first name. Oh, oh, it's got to be, it got to be Wagner then. Yes, sir. <laughs> Honus Wagner. I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. This dude was unbelievable. I had no idea who he was until I read a book called Honus and Me. Oh my God, did that change my life. That dude <laughs> is absolutely amazing. If you guys get a chance, just read that book. It's a kid's book, but he's unfreaking believable. I'm looking at right now at the best Pittsburgh Pirates of all time. He's number two on that list behind only one other guy. Yeah. Clemente? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, Wagner must have had over 3,000 hits. The guy probably hit, probably had like an average 320, 330 something. So good pick, good pick. And his baseball card is worth millions. Oh, I bet it is. I bet a signed baseball by him is worth a ton. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see here. So he played in the game for 21 uh, years. Uh-huh. Uh, home runs, 101. Career 101. batting average, 328. Okay, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> his war, they even have his war on here. His war is 130.8. <laughs> wow. 130. That's crazy. Holy shit. And played his whole entire career. With Pittsburgh and played till he was 43 back in 1917 was his last game. Whole career that's with Pittsburgh, huh? Whole career with Pittsburgh, played till he was 43. Back then, could, that's unheard of, heard of. I could have sworn he played for another team. I thought he played for, uh, what were they called? Yep, the, you're right. The Colonels or something like that. Uh, Louisville. Louisville. But I, I was going 1900s because that's all in the 1800s. 18... Oh, okay. 
1897 through 1899, he played for Louisville and then got picked up to Pittsburgh. I think actually Louisville might have gone to Pittsburgh. I could be wrong, though. Probably became the Pirates or something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okie doke. Does that make it my turn? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. I got to fill I gotta fill my shortstop spot then. But who to choose? Ah, just since I got to watch him play a little bit, I gotta take Cal Ripken. Damn it, that was gonna be my third baseman. <laughs> <laughs> third base. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Ripken hit 276, 431 homers. <laughs> I was debating between him and maybe maybe Jeter, but. <laughs> All right, after Ripken, let's... You know what? I need a... I need a first baseman. You've been taking Yankees, so I might as well take one. I'll take Lou Gehrig. Ooh! Damn! Damn, damn, damn. That's a good one. 493 homers, 340 batting average, so I, I like Gehrig. That's a good pick. All right, so I'm going to do a very special pick. So here's a little backstory. Back in the 1950s, there was this big, huge thing with the players and picking the players. I mean, if they had to be signed to a major league contract or get sent down to the minor leagues. Now, if you signed a guy to a major league contract, you had to give up a draft pick that year. There was only one player at that time that the team decided that they were going to risk it all and sign him at the age of 18. Now that story I could be messing up up a little bit but I remember somebody telling me about this and like he was the only player that this team had to put a stamp on almost like a franchise tag that the football players do in order to keep him. This dude had 573 home runs only batted 256 but was considered one of the most fearful guys in the batter's box. That is Harmon Killebrew as my third baseman. There you go. Very nice. The Minnesota twin. I like it. Yeah. uh, Played for Washington also. Started at the age of 18, went all the way to he was 39 years old. Yep. Dude was unbelievable. All right. And... For my next pick, I'm going to get first base. This guy I absolutely love. I have the game uh, MLB The Show 17, and I make it a point to have this guy play first base every time, and I dominate with him. He, It was him and Willie Mays that just tag-teamed the crap out of the ball. And now they have a giant cove named after him here in San Francisco. I am talking about McCovey. Willie McCovey. Very nice. 521 homers. Unbelievable. And still batted 270. Like, usually power, for people that don't know, usually when you have a guy that's just straight up power like Willie McCovey, his batting average is not that good. Batting 270 for your entire career is 
pretty freaking insane and strange. (laughs) (laughs) But he also was one of the very first to actually completely do the splits. His nickname was Stretch. He is insane. I love playing this guy on baseball. Good pick, good pick. Alrighty. Does that make it my turn? Yes, sir. Alright, let's let's wrap up the outfield. Do I go with this guy or that guy? I just took a Yankee, so let's let's take Ty Cobb. Let's take the Tiger. That was the guy I was also thinking of about to play the outfield. I got the power with Mays and Griffey, so let's go with the average. 366. Guy had 4,189 hits. I'll, I'll take Ty Cobb for my last outfield spot. Dude, there's some great stories about him. So everybody thinks that he was a total asshole, but he actually just cared that much about the players and defending baseball. The only reason why he would sharpen his cleats and take out players is because baseball never had anything in in a rule book to protect the players. So he wanted to make a staple saying, listen, if you don't protect these guys, they're going to get hurt. And that's why he was he was doing it. It's unbelievable. Somebody wrote a book, and I can't remember what it is, but he explains all this on how Ty Cobb was actually a, um, a, a minister for baseball. And most of the rules in play today is because of him. Dang. He had his impact then, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Wow. He, the, the uh, what you call it, uh, baseball actually suspended him from playing and the whole entire Detroit Tiger team decided not to play the next day until they reinstated him. Oh, that's cool. That's just some good Dude, right there. I want to find this book. It's supposed to be unbelievable. I remember hearing about it in a podcast and those two stories stuck in my head forever. I like it. All right, so does both of us only have catcher and uh, closing pitching left? left? Yep. Holy crap. All right. I, I think you're going to take my catcher here. Am I? I think so. Yeah. Or are you going closer? I, well, yeah. I'm debating between two catchers right now. I'm... If you... if you it, The thing is, if you go for mine, I'm probably going to pick the other one that you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm going to... I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Red, and I'm going to take Johnny Bench. <laughs> Good, because I was going for the other guy. <laughs> Bench at 267, which isn't too impressive, but 389 home runs for a catcher is pretty good. That is a good pick. It's a very good pick. But not as good as my pick, I believe. All right, let's hear it. I love this man to death just because the way that he talked is similar to the way that I talk. It doesn't make sense, but it makes all the sense. That is Yogi Berra. Yogi, okay, for sure. Was that the guy that you were thinking about? No, actually. Ah! <laughs> Who else were you thinking? I was considering Pudge Rodriguez. Oh my god, I totally forgot about him. I like Pudge for his 296 average. And just, I don't know, he was a beast in my opinion. <laughs> Got to watch well, him I went like with, a few of the others. I went so. with Yogi. Yogi had uh, 358 home runs. And he batted 285 for the Yankees and the Mets. Yeah. And so the dude was just awesome. 
Good pick, good pick. So, how many how many Yankees you got now? <laughs> uh, three. Three? Are you gonna wrap it up with a Yankee too? Well, aren't you? Well, well, if 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 you consider it four technically, because Randy Johnson was a Yankee for a short time, and an <laughs> Astro. I almost forgot about that. He was an Astro for a hot second. Right. So you got let's see, you got you got a twin in there. You got the Red Sox. You got a Giant. Let's see. Uh, I guess you count Randy as your Mariner. That's probably like your weirdest team in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready for my closer? Yep. Ooh, I just thought of another closer, but I like this guy more. So this guy, he went back and forth between starter and closer, but I think he was most known for a closer. Okay, not a Yankee. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to look up his saves. Okay, here you go. In a 17-year career, the dude has 341 career saves. He is from, he was yeah picked up by the Bay Area, but on the other side of the bridge playing for the athletics mr captain hook mustache himself <laughs> raleigh fingers raleigh i like it i was thinking maybe you're gonna go for f for a second i'm just watching this little like documentary on him on mlb network a minute ago <laughs> go for who dennis eckersley but... Ooh, that's a good one but no i like raleigh fingers a little bit more there's one other guy in my head that i was as soon as I was about to say Raleigh Fingers, he popped into my head, and I'm kind of wondering if I should have taken him instead. Yeah, who's that? I'm not going to say until you pick your oh, pick. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you, you left me the two guys with the most saves in their careers. Yep. So, let's see. All my players are from different teams right now. I mean, some of them probably played on the same teams at some point, but mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with all from different teams, so I'll, I'll take Hoffman. I'll take Trevor Hoffman and get my Padre in there. Mr. Hells Bells himself. Guy had 601 saves, held the record until Rivera took it. Yep. 287 ERA, so I like Hoffman. Rivera was the guy that popped into my head just before I was about to say Raleigh Fingers. Right, that's what I was expecting you to say. That's why I said you're going to finish the Yankee, aren't you? Nah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I like Raleigh Fingers. I think it's the mustache. The mustache gets I, you? I kind of wish that my mustache could curl like that, but it's too thin. Too thin. Gotcha. <laughs> Probably a common issue, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Go ahead and read off your team starting at catcher, if you at can. Starting at catcher? Okay, yeah. so I got the red Johnny Bench, then... At first base, my Yankee, Lou Gehrig. At second base, my Cardinal, Roger Hornsby. Third base is my Brave with Chipper Jones. Shortstop is my Oriole with Cal Ripken. Outfield, I got my Giant with Mays, my Mariner with Griffey, and my Tiger with Cobb. Starting pitching, I got my Cub slash Brave with Maddox. My Senator, or I guess National these days, with Walter Johnson. My Met with Tom Seaver. And finally, my closer is my Padre with Trevor Hoffman. How about you? So I got Yogi Berra playing catcher, the hothead, and considered one of the best bad ball hitters next to Vladimir Guerrero. Willie McCovey playing first base. Mr. Jackie Robinson playing second. Harmon K. 
Killebrew playing third. Honus Wagner playing shortstop. Ted Williams. Ted motherfucking Williams. <laughs> playing left field. Joe DiMaggio playing center field with Babe Ruth in right field. That's actually a pretty good outfield if I do that's, say so myself. That's pretty stacked. Uh, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan as my ace. Cy Young is my number two. And Randy Johnson is my number three. Followed by the back end of the bullpen with Mr. Raleigh Fingers. Sounds good, man. All right, I'm just going to say, say we added two bench spots. I'm going to claim mine really fast. Go for it. I'd, I'd plug in Mickey Mantle and Damn it! Stan, Stan Musial. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> All right. Those guys had to get recognized somehow. All right. If we're going to have two bench spots, every fifth inning, I will re- I will replace Babe Ruth with Roberto Clemente. Nice. And then for my second one, hmm, I got to think, because I'm trying to think of who I would want. Ooh, I don't know for my second bench player now. I do not know. Got guys like uh, George Brett out there. No. Maybe, maybe um, uh, middle infield with Ernie Banks. Uh, yeah, that would be my guy. I, I absolutely love Ernie Banks. I, I That would be definitely... I'm trying to think here. Who else could possibly take that? But I think Ernie Banks is going to take it. I'm trying I to mean, think. Other than him, I can only think of like Jeter to beat him at shortstop. At nah, least. <laughs> I wouldn't want Jeter because Ernie Banks could also play first base along with Jackie Robinson. So I would take Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub himself, for sure. Because when I play with him also on MLB The Show 17, I fucking kill with him. He's awesome <laughs> to play with. Nice, nice. You're the only one who took a Dodger, just so you know. Oh, I know, and I had to. I was actually nice. thinking, I was actually thinking that's why I wanted uh, two more. Okay, real quick. Add two more uh, starting pitching. Okay, I, I got the bench spots. You add your pitching first. Okay, okay. Sandy Koufax. There's a Dodger, okay. I, I, I was also thinking of Sandy Koufax. And, oh, man, for my next starting pitching. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second, wait a second. Get rid of uh, Ernie Banks. Okay. Get rid of Ernie Banks. I would actually take Barry Bonds Barry as my Bonds. other as my <laughs> other bench player. I would take Barry Bonds, and my other starting pitching would be Roger Clemens. I am not afraid of the steroid era. I believe both those guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because, well, in my opinion, there's a guys that have done far worse than using steroids. Steroids does not make you a better player. It just amplifies things a little bit, I guess. But you still have to hit the ball. You still have to know how to throw the pitch. Because, yes, Roger Clemens could throw 95 plus. But he still had to have movement with his other pitchers. Otherwise, he's going to get rocked just like Barry Bonds fucking killed Eric Gagne in their duel. So, you know what, people? If you think that Barry Bonds does not belong in the Hall of Fame, then you're fucking nuts. Because (laughs) if you want Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame, then you got to put Barry Bonds in first.